0: Hey guys, happy Tuesday and welcome to episode 9 of season 2 of Get This Cake Podcast. Like always, with your host Janelle Clark, I hope you are all having a fantastic Tuesday. And I am so excited to share some great news with you all this week. So we have two, drum roll please, two new listeners internationally, uh, one in the Netherlands and one in the UK um, in Wales. So, you know what? Once again, like I cannot make any of this possible without all of the listeners. Um, all the support from all of you. And if you do like this episode, if you've been enjoying the show this far, we're almost done season two. Next week is our finale. Um, don't be free to leave us a review. You can do that on Apple Podcasts if you use Apple to listen or even just share it with a friend, comment, subscribe, all of that matters, right? So thank you so much for everyone who've tuned in week after week and this podcast is only growing. Uh, This week though, we do have a very interesting topic and it's something that I'm actually really surprised I haven't talked on the show before because it's really a really complex thing that I think I personally have even struggled with ethically and so what I did was ask um all of you guys on Instagram yesterday if you think it's okay for exes to be friends and you know for years I would always just say no (laughs) I would always just be like no absolutely no way and I think like with enough growth and experience with with dating and with my past relationships, I think my answers are starting to shift. And a lot of you guys have given me very conflicting, very different responses and I am so happy for anyone who did respond to the poll on Instagram because it gave me insight on so many different opportunities and like ways that you could be friends with an ex or reasons why you may not be friends with an ex, right? So. Um, yeah, like I said, this was something I always used to say no. Now, I have to really backtrack on that because I feel like that isn't always fair. And one thing that I've come to realize, like just even with my own experience is like every breakup is different, right? Like every breakup that I personally had, we broke up for a different reason. So every relationship that I had was also very, very different. And every person is different as well. And one of the other things you, like, I really took in consideration when I was asked this question, and and this was a topic that was given to me by someone else, so thank you. But I really also had to acknowledge that healing is not linear, and especially The healing process after a breakup can really also differ if you were the one who broke up with that person or if they broke up with you. Am I wrong? Because like I feel like even if you are the person to break up with a partner, if it was you that were in the position to break up with someone, yes, it may hurt, but I feel like the healing process is going to be significantly different than the one who's being broken up with. And I have, I have been broken up with, I have mutually broken up with someone, we both decided, you know, it was best that we had to part ways. And I've also been the one to break up with a partner. And when I think about back, even when I was the one to break up with that person, I was like mentally, sexually, like physically, spiritually checked out of that relationship for months. And I don't know about you guys, but like if you've ever been in the situation where you had to break up the partner, there's a little things that start to lead up to that decision. And it isn't always easy. It could be little fights here and there in which you're like, okay, you know what? Every relationship goes through its ups and downs, right? And then sometimes it can snowball. And then sometimes you're like, oh, okay, you know what? Maybe I can work through this. Or maybe this is a moment of weakness. It isn't usually like something that happens like automatically overnight unless that person did something extremely drastic. And so that's what happened to me. And when I was in the position where I had been broken up with... I was the complacent partner in which my partner was feeling, you know, detached from me for a long time. And I I realized that after I, like, you know, got over the breakup and once I fully moved on, I had to look back and realize, oh, yeah, you know what? He was checked out for a bit. And so... That person's healing process compared to the one being dumped is going to 100% be different. It really is. Realistically, it will be. And so I feel like your ability to be friends with that ex is going to be different than maybe their ability. It could be the same. But I think if the, like, being dependent on, like, which side of the breakup you were on, it's going to affect, like, having the ability to be friends with that person is going to affect you very differently. And sometimes post-breakup, like, friendships may not be 50-50. Like, you might emotionally need that friendship more than they do. And they might, might want that friendship for different reasons than you. It's a very, very different friendship than the one you have with your girlfriends, the ones that you go out with, the ones you do things with. Having sexual intimate history with someone, that is a chemistry that you have that you wouldn't have with your platonic friends. It's a whole extra element that, like, you know what? As much as you can try to be like, oh, I'm a grown-up, I'm good, I'm strong, emotional and physical, sexual chemistry. It's just it, it's just not that easy and right. We're, we're all flawed. We're all human. We're flawed, and so you know when I did ask you guys, would you be able to be friends with an ex? I got a lot of different responses. I got so many different responses. Um, let me read you some of them. So I'm gonna just go to my Instagram right now and just go back to the responses. So let me just see here. Some of you said, depends on the situation, especially if they have kids together, stay away from them. People from your past should stay in the past. If enough time has passed and you have both moved on, I can't see why not. Depends on the intensity of the relationship, but anything is possible. If there was physical intimacy, no, if not, yes, and then someone else just said straight up no. So a lot of different mixed responses. Now, I have personally in my past, my past relationship, my mo- like the last one was two years ago, and my partner had kids. Now, his relationship with his baby mama was something that I've never like really, really seen before. Now, my family is pretty broken, and like I have a couple. A lot of my friends come from like divorced or separated families. And once you have kids with someone, I feel like being friends with that ex is kind of like self-explanatory. You know, if you're able to, at the end of the day, both people have to be mature enough to realize that the relationship has to continue. As long as you, you know, you have kids, that whole idea of like, and if some butts about a friendship should just automatically go out the window i'm not a dating coach and i'm not a parent but one thing that my ex did have with his baby mama was a really good healthy friendship and i admired that so much because the kids you know, someone can be a bad partner, somebody can be a bad person in a relationship, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're a bad parent. And like the love that you have for a kid that you bring into this world is unlike any love that you may be able to give to a partner. And so therefore, I feel like it's so important as part of what it means to love your child is to make sure that, you know, they don't have anger or you know resentment or dislike or hate or disrespect to the other parent that is not okay and kids are highly 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 influenced they're highly influenced monkey see monkey do so if they see that you're disrespecting or you're being toxic or you're being bad to the their mom or their dad or the other parent um they're going to follow in those footsteps. And so creating a healthy, like, if you are able to create a healthy relationship of for a standard for your child, at least create a healthy friendship because it will benefit them as an adult. So I think, like, if you have kids together, you're co-parenting together, doing the best possible thing that you can do, like, in that situation, I would say, um, would be having, like, a friendship with them. So, yeah, I think, like, that is totally... Something that's justifiable. Also, like, wrong place, wrong time. Like, have you ever been in that situation where, like, you dated someone and things ended not really because you wanted to or they wanted to, it was just like, wrong place, wrong time? Like, that can happen. And if there's anything I've learned from this year, this past year's life is really unpredictable. Like extremely unpredictable. I'll give you guys an example. So I applied for the Canadian Armed Forces um, November of 2018. It has been an extremely long process, and maybe on another episode I'll explain t- to you guys why the process was so long. But it was something that I wanted to do for a while, and it was something that. I also was aware of that my time to be officially enrolled was coming up soon. I actually had an email that it was, you know, that they were at the final step of giving me an offer for a position and I didn't know exactly when that would be. I just knew it was soon. Now what does soon mean to me at that point was like, (laughs) like I was the enrollment process or the application process was like three years so like i didn't really believe them when they said soon and then wednesday of last week wednesday night i was just happened to go through my emails and um i saw an email saying congratulations like your enrollment ceremony to swear on oath to be prior of the Canadian Armed Forces is Friday morning, so I had like thirty six hours to process that information. Now, thankfully, and I'm I'm making trying to make a point here. I promise you, I'm gonna. It sounds like I'm getting a little sidetracked, but thankfully, I am going to be reservist and I will be stationed here in Toronto. But a lot of people, there was twelve people in my ceremony, and I would say like ten of them, maybe nine, were all doing full time. The date in which they had to leave to go off for the summer was Monday. So imagine if you were just, like, dating someone, freshly dating someone. This is a real-life experience for me. This is something that legit happened. It's not a hypothetical. And they had to, like, go. It's hard to, like, you know, if you were in the beginning stages of a relationship or, like, maybe it was long distance – Some people's love languages and some people's needs is to have that physical connection. And that's okay. And if things end it because of something very abrupt in their life had put, you know, a boundary into allowing you to continue a relationship, they may move on. They may find someone else. That's life. Life doesn't stop. Life keeps on going. And so if you want to be friends with them later on and you realize, hey, you know what? When we try to date, it was wrong place, wrong time i think why not that's healthy and i also the last one that i truly and like i said guys like i'm not an expert i only hear i have a platform where i can talk about my experiences and share my listeners experiences and that's so much fun that's the joy of having the podcast but um i also think like if you and this can happen um where you've been in some sort of relationship in which it was lust and not love you know I did one of the the responses was depends on the intensity of the relationship and normally when I love I love hard I love head over heels like my Venus is like in Leo um but I, Usually when someone asks me, like, how many relationships have I been, the real answer is three. But I like to sometimes think in my mind two and a half because the one there was one person that I dated that it lasted, like, five months. And it should have been just, like, we should have just kept it as, like, a couple of hookups. But then we ended up spending so much time together. We were like, oh, wait, like, are we dating? And then we just started dating. And so... It really was like lust. It wasn't like I couldn't sit here today and say, oh yeah, like I was in love with him. And you know what? That was the one breakup that I had that was very mutual. When the summer ended, we just fought so much. We were not compatible. We were not compatible whatsoever. And he did some things that weren't great. And honestly, I did some things that I'm not proud of either. And I can say that. But we realized that we just, it just wasn't, the relationship just was never something that we should have done in the first place. And, you know, when you're hurt and you're full of pain and grief, um, it can be really hard to see things clearly in that moment. You have to go through the, you know, the grief process. Um and after I so I dated someone probably like a month after that relationship ended. I know that's quick, but you know, realistically, like I said, it wasn't real love. And when that relationship, the first relationship I had after him ended, I came to my senses and realized my ability to be friends with him was like fine. Like if I saw him out in public. Um, or downtown, you know, it wasn't someone I would hang out with on the daily and message him all the time, but it's someone that like, if I saw at the bars or the clubs, we would be able to talk and be totally like completely platonic to the point that I would like, I met his new girlfriend, me and her would hang out and talk. And it was completely platonic because there wasn't that like, oh, uh, feeling there. So... When the intensity of the relationship is just like kind of you can look back and be like hey you know what maybe we really shouldn't update it and that's okay and you're mature enough to realize that and you're able to be friends when you're emotionally ready for that that's also like I think totally fine. Now I don't think all exes should be friends. And there's some of you, and I know there's definitely some of you listening. And honey, you know, you'll grow and realize it someday. And it's okay. Like I said, we all make mistakes. And how can I say this nicely? Your ex is fucking toxic. What the hell are you doing? (laughs) There is definitely times where you should not be friends with an ex. So yeah, like if your relationship was, there was so much disrespect in your relationship, the fighting, you know, if there was cheating, the talking to other people, the gaslighting, you know, all those like things that cause people to sometimes break up. If he didn't respect you or if she didn't respect you in the relationship, what makes you think? And this is going to be harsh. I know a lot of people are go- may not be able to realize this. You will not be able to realize this. You may not be able to see this until you have moved on. And that's okay. That's okay. But what makes you think they're going to respect you as a friend? If they couldn't respect you as a life partner, I want you to write this down. If they could not respect you as a life partner, what makes you think they can respect you as a friend? And that is where what I said earlier about having history of sexual chemistry will complicate your friendship in a way that you wouldn't normally have to even worry about with your normal platonic friendships because sexual chemistry can do a lot to your mental state. You may think that, you know, oh, we can hook up, we can do this, we're fine, he's talking to other people, I'm talking to other people, I'm going to be okay, I'm mentally going to be okay. That person Didn't know to respect you to begin with. And so they only are going to take care of themselves. And that may just be their own sexual needs or their own, you know, comfort needs of like, well, you know what? He or she was there for me and the emotional stability that I needed in that that, uh, relationship. So I'm still going to use them to be an emotional support system as a friend and that can seem like lovely and like healthy on the surface but let me explain to you why it's not is that in a regular platonic friendship you need to make sure it's 50/50 and goes both ways you do and that's why that's how friendships last you communicate you be there for one another But in relationships that happen after a toxic ex or a toxic breakup, there it's not going to be 50-50. They are going to use you for whatever they need in that moment and cover it up to make it seem like, oh, we're just hanging out or we're just doing this. And you're not going to be able to see that until after you move on. Also if you are the partner that got broken up with like i said like if you are the partner that got broken up with and that other partner is okay with being friends with you like you should not be friends with them just in hopes that they're going to get back together with you when you were in the relationship and they were emotionally supportive and they were you know by your side and like they were there for you when sometimes your friends weren't they might still do that um in that post breakup friendship because that's just who they are as a person and it can be very very easily mistaken as they love me because that's what you loved about them just because they might continue to do those things doesn't mean there's there is hope that you guys are going to get back together do not mistake the niceness that they gave you in their in that relationship as um a sign that they still care it's just who they are as a person when you are friends with, like, I, like and I'll just make that comparison, when you have platonic friendships and they are supportive of you, you never once think they have an exterior motive because that's what friends do. But when you take those signs as a symbol of love because you took those signs as a symbol of love during the relationship, you're going to automatically continue to take those signs as symbols of love in the friendship. Be very aware of that and that's what another time I just don't think you should be friends. Also if you're trying to keep tabs, this I feel is like for the girls. I know there's some toxic guys out there that do this as well but I feel like you know I (laughs) this can happen, this usually happens when the breakup is like toxic when you start to see that they're talking to other people, when they start to date new people, or because they cheated on you, right? Like you trying to force a friendship or want to be friends with your ex to keep tabs on them is only going to hinder your healing process. And like I said, healing is not linear. What I mean by that, there is going to be days where you're so fully removed from them And then you're going to see something that reminds you of them that brings you right back to those dark spaces you were after the breakup. And then you're going to have a lot of days where you're going to be good again. And then there could be something that brings you right back to kind of miss them. You get drunk with your friends. You call them at 2 a.m. If you're calling them at 2 a.m. when you're drunk, that means you're not over them. You know what I mean? So the longer you prolong your grief process to keep tabs on them, to try to, you know, continue to see or be in their life to see what they're up to is not like they don't care. They've moved past. It's only stopping you from moving on. And that's where you have to put your big girl panties on and say, hey, they're not keeping tabs on me. Why should I continue to pour energy and trying to be friends with someone who's not pouring that energy back into me? There's a reason why you guys broke up. So that's kind of where I like my take goes where I feel like you shouldn't be friends with an ex if it just continues to be a toxic environment. And like I said, be very aware of the things that don't seem toxic that really under the surface actually are. Um, And if you are currently in a situation, you're listening to this, you're in a situation where you are contemplating being friends with an ex or you are friends with an ex. Like I said, just, you know, every breakup is different. Every relationship is different and every person is different. And whether this, you know, continues to be something that is healthy for you and you continue to be long time friends or it's not healthy for you. It's an experience and something that you can take with you for your next relationship. So I'm not gonna sit here and say yes, be friends with them. I'm not gonna sit here and say no, you can't be friends with them because life is all about experiences. And if this is something that is what you need to go through to grow and be a better partner for your next relationship, then let this be that moment that you learn. Even if you're in that friendship that's actually toxic, because there is always a silver lining to even some of the worst experiences, you're not going to see it now, you will see it later, and you will thank me. And at the end of the day, I just want you know, if that is something you're contemplating, just know that you're doing it for the right reasons. That's all you can say. You know, your friends may say, um, don't do it don't do it or go for it go for it sit with your own self are you being friends with that ex for the right reasons like what are you looking to get out of that friendship like write down if you need to have it as a visual write down what you think you're going to get out of it and you need to be honest with yourself If the answer is, I want to create a good, loving example for my kids. We didn't end things on a bad note and it was just wrong place, wrong time. I am jealous and envious of the attention he's now given to new women and I need to keep tabs on him. What is your reason? So if you can be honest with your reason, that will help you make that decision if you should or you shouldn't. If you decide to, make sure your boundaries are clear and that your partner or ex-partner's boundaries clear as well. Why do they, if they're the ones asking to be friends with you, why are they asking to be friends? What are their boundaries? Are they just looking to have sex without the commitment? Were you guys friends? before you date it what is it that they're looking for so that friendship you might have with an ex is not going to be like any other friendship you're going to have with your platonic friends that's the number one thing i want you to put into your mind write it down and know to yourself doesn't matter how emotionally strong you are or how vulnerable you are Make sure you realize to not have that same expectation. It is going to be a different dynamic, and I will promise you that. But just know that if you are clear about your boundaries, and they're clear about theirs, and they are not hurting you, and you're not getting hurt, it's okay (laughs) if you want to have your cake and eat it too.